Welcome back to Word of God, where three English majors who have set out to analyze Supernatural now that it's done to figure out what was it supposed to be, what did it become, and how. I'm Ash, the old time fan. My pronouns are V, Vim, or It, It's. And you can follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Ash, comma, man. I'm Emma, it's the November cover. 5th. My it's pronouns fine. are she, her, and they, them. You can follow me on Tumblr at Lazarus Emma. And today is not a good day for my brain. <laughs> I, I'm Wyatt, the newcomer. My pronouns are he, him, and you can follow me on Twitter at Topple Thrones, and I'm trying to desperately scarf down my lunch. Chomp, chomp, chomp. Um, so we are recording this on Friday, November 5th, sure 2021. Are. The November happy, 5th. Happy one year anniversary to the worst day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Unimaginable brainworms. That was a high unlike should we provide like an possible. explanation do you I think i guess so okay so yeah. spoilers for like the season 15 wrap-up <laughs> but um on this day last year well the day of this recording not when you're gonna be listening to this um castiel came out and promptly died for it so it was it was something it was something i and of course we will go very much more into depth when we get here in the show, because unfortunately this is canon and not something we all made up in a fever dream. But happy one-year anniversary to the constipation face on Jensen Ackles and the crying cat face on Misha Collins and the black goop that sent Cass to turbo gay people hell. <sighs> Love loses. Love fucking loses. I've said this before, but uh, this is the entire reason why I'm here. It really fucking November fifth really hit a hard reset on the timeline. It really November fifth is the reason why I'm into Supernatural again. I fucking hate it. The yeah, November fifth is why this podcast episode, exists. Season fifteen, episode eighteen, despair. Ugh. Okay, so there's gonna be a lot of weird energy going on today. I think. Imagine Mercury was in retrograde, but gayer. Um. That didn't make any sense, but it's okay. So today we're talking about Season 2, Episode 9, Croatoan, and Season 2, Episode 10, Hunted. Content warnings. Oh yeah, thank you. Content warnings for this episode follow. Content warnings for this episode include possession, infection via blood, mass disappearance, murder, suicidal ide ideation, anti-indigenous racism, alcoholism, transformation a la zombies, Murder, death by explosive, fratricide, abduction, torture, police brutality, eugenics slash racial purity slash white supremacy, a mention of Hitler, anti-black racism, rape, and the death of a partner. If you'd like us okay. to work for something we don't already flag, you can reach us through our ask box on Tumblr or send an email to wordofgodcast at gmail.com. Okay. So, this episode starts with some really silly looking uh, low frame slow motion. Uh... And it's going to be a bit of a motif throughout this episode. It looks funnier every time. It's so weird. I've ne like the show's never done this before. Mm -hmm. Does it do it again? Maybe. Are you asking okay. if Supernatural has stupid special effects? I mean, that's true. <laughs> it's just so jarring. It's so weird looking. Um, so Dean is loading his gun and go. He goes into a room. There's a guy sitting in a chair. Starts begging for his life, saying things like, "It's not in him." Um. I did big air quotes there. Uh, Dean says he has no choice and shoots him. Flash, we cut to Sam, who's just woken up from a vision. Uh, Dean comes in and asks what's wrong. Title card. Uh, so next we see them driving to Oregon, uh, which is probably the most accurate set 
we've seen so far, depending on where in Oregon it is. But Yeah, I wrote that down too, because Oregon <laughs> and Vancouver is, are very similar in terms yeah. of what the surroundings look like. We're all in the same like latitude. Or longitude? Shout outs, sh- shout outs to that Hank Green TikTok longitude. about Missoula. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was so funny. Oh, now we have to link that. Let me put that in. Okay. Um, to be fair, some, pa- some places in Oregon look like my region of Washington, but some places do not. Um, anyway, so they're driving to Oregon, which is where Sam's vision took place. Um, Dean insists that he must have had a good reason to kill the guy. Uh, there's a lot of unspoken tension between the brothers. Uh, Sam is obviously nervous about how erratic Dean is acting. Dean is obviously nervous about Sam uh, for reasons we'll find out in the next episode. Um, so they get to the town and stop to talk to a guy just kind of chilling out and doing something with a fishing pole. His name is Mark, I believe. Um, so he's got like a military tattoo and that's kind of how the boys ingratiate themselves to him by mm-hmm. saying that John was uh, in the core. Yeah, Mark's um, great. Shout outs to Mark. Shout outs to Mark. Uh, Sam says that this guy Mark was there. So they pose as state marshals and ask him about the kid. Uh, Mark says that Dwayne is a good kid and wouldn't do anything to get in trouble. And as the boys are going back to the Impala, Sam spots the word Croatoan carved into a phone pole. Sam explains its connection to the famous Roanoke colony, which we'll talk more in depth about in a bit. Oh boy, yeah we will. It's a white mystery. (laughs) A white mystery. Uh, They theorize that since Sam's visions usually have something to do with the yellow-eyed demon, this might have to do with that. They try their phones and the payphone, all of it's dead, so that's suspicious. Um, Then they head up to Dwayne's house and find that he's gone fishing. The family is acting really weird, so Sam and Dean snoop around, and they see that Dwayne's brother and dad have tied his mom up, and that his brother cuts himself and her and mingles their blood. It's really weird. Uh, Sam and Dean bust in to save her. The dad goes ballistic. Dean shoots him, but the brother gets away. Uh, They drive the mom to the clinic for medical attention. They also bring the dad's corpse so that she can perform an autopsy. Dean leaves to go get help, but the only road out of town is blocked by presumably people who are also acting weird. So he gets attacked, but he manages to escape back into town. On his way back in, he finds Mark. uh, And once they've both convinced each other that the other is probably not infected, uh, they drive back to hunker down in the clinic. The doctor discovers that the dad had sulfur attached to his blood cells and that he was fighting off a viral infection. The mom is infected and she attacks uh, the doctor and Sam. They shot her in a room. So when Dean gets back, he uh, shoots her. Uh, so that's a thing. Um, talk about that later. Um, yeah. They decide to try and make some explosives with some of the chemicals they have in the clinic so that they can hopefully get out of town. Um, then Dwayne shows up with a cut on his leg, but he insists he isn't infected. Uh, Dean corners him and is about to kill him, but he can't do it. Uh, the nurse Pam attacks Sam and infects him. The others leave to make an escape, but Dean refuses to leave Sam. They have an emotional conversation, and Dean admits that he's tired of, of the life and tired of living in general. Uh, they're interrupted as the others return. Turns out, all of the people in the town have just fucking up and disappeared. Uh, we cut to a few hours later after the virus would have had an opportunity to incubate in Sam's blood and Sam is not infected. So Dwayne and Mark are leaving the town and heading south. The doctor is going to notify the authorities and the boys take off after a job well done, except they didn't do anything. 
Um, so we cut to Dwayne and Mark in the truck. Dwayne asks to pull over. He says he has to make a call, but when Mark tells him there's no phone service, Dwayne slices his throat and puts the blood into the chalice we saw Meg using to communicate with Yellow Eyes uh, in season one. Shock, Dwayne's been a demon the whole time. Uh, he tells Yellow Eyes that Sam is immune to, a vi- to the virus and no more tests are needed. Uh, next, we see the boys chilling on the side of the road drinking beer. Sam needles Dean to find out what he was going to say earlier. Dean admits to not wanting the burden of responsibility that he wants to relax. Then he says some of it is because of what John told him at the end of 2-1 in my time of dying. Sam demands to know what he told him, and the episode ends with the longest shot of Jekyll's face ever. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Can't imagine watching this live and not knowing what he was said. God, yeah. I would have been so mad. Good TV. (laughs) All right, from from the top, this is the most like libertarian doomsday prepper wet dream episode in existence. It's true. What if your whole town turned against you and you had to use your your gun skills to defend yourself and you never knew who to trust? On the other hand, though, it's really fun. It's a really fun episode. The drama and tension is great. Yeah, it's, it's nice very horror. much the thing. Yes, it's very. Uh, sorry to do us. <laughs> sorry to be on my Stephen King. Uh, uh, pulpit again, but it's very Salem's Lot. This episode reminded me a lot of Salem's Lot, of like the way a small town can just be gradually taken over without anyone noticing by this malicious force. Uh, and in the end, there's like almost no one left, and that's very that's good, like Americana horror. Mm-hmm. Okay, my first note is also about how silly the slow mo looks, but then there's like two <laughs> Sam on. <laughs> God, we're all on the same page here. Yeah. Um, and then Sam waking up on the floor. Sam is. Why is he on the floor? Presumably he fell out of bed. Yeah, I got I the. Know. I thought I he fell out of bed. I think it's very cute. It is very cute. Also, speaking of cute, <laughs> speaking of cute, Dean comes in with a little piece of beef jerky sticking out of his yeah. mouth. Yeah, I also made a note of that. He's got his six pack. <laughs> he's he's gonna be his little American manly man. He's got it going. He's on. Just gonna watch. He's just gonna watch like Jeopardy or something. <laughs> I don't think Dean's not smart enough for Jeopardy. <laughs> he's watching days of our lives i don't think that's airing at this time of night <laughs> like this is game show hour is it maybe he'll watch a movie i think i mean sam's sleeping right days of our lives absolutely my grandmother watched it not what i asked oh did you say <laughs> i thought you said days millionaire oh who wants to be a millionaire oh, oh. 2006 probably okay then that's what he's watching um, <laughs> valid my next note is about their stupid slang for killing people. Yeah, me too. Okay, ha, we're so much him. on the same page. I ventilated him, plugged him, wasted him. They yeah. refused to him say kill. I plugged him gotta be the worst one, but ventilated is fun. <laughs> I am so glad we are all we are all one person today. <laughs> uh-huh. I have never felt so the connected to humanity. The brain cells getting passed around the waveforms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> that whole thing is very funny. It's very funny. So is Dean saying, I'm sure I had a good reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, like, speculating about himself is always nice. Yeah. Um, and Sam's mm-hmm. like, I sure hope so. Uh, I love how after that when they're like, temp- tensions are rising, Dean goes, fine, and Sam goes, fine. Love that. Love yeah. Very brothers. 
when they go talk to Mark. Mark recognizes who they're talking about and asks, what did he do? And Sam says, oh, nothing. We're looking for someone else, but we think he could help us. That's, like, really smooth because then it puts yeah. Mark off of the defensive. He's no longer, like, trying to cover for Dwayne. He's going to give them the information. Oh, really good interrogation technique. This, this mm-hmm. is the most cops the boys have ever been. They use a lot of cop techniques of, like, ingratiating people to you and, like, uh, they do the thing. They do the thing cops do where they, like try to find a in or they're like oh i like i was in the army too or like my dad was in the army too etc cetera, etc cetera. it's mm-hmm. uh it may be kind of uncomfortable <laughs> to yeah, be honest they were extremely coppish um also before that they name they their fake names of this episode are billy gibbons and frank beard who are two members of, of the band zz top nice like full names not even trying yeah those yeah uh-huh. Incredible. And like I it's so funny that Dean's still doing this after that guy in Scarecrow figured out that he was using a Led Zeppelin uh member's name. He's he's dumb and not very creative. No. He has to come up with a lot of fake names. We're in tabletop games together. Names are hard. Names are very hard. Um I forgot to mention this during my synopsis. This episode was written by John Shaban. Um I don't know what other episodes he's written, but he did skin and those like a lot of them. His name. He's has... he's done a lot. Yeah. I have cheese in my brain, guys. <laughs> I think skin was his first, though. Okay. Um. Yeah, this episode is written by John Shaban. Lots of cop energy here. Yeah. Also, I don't. Have we ever talked about the fact that uh, John Shaban did a bunch of writing for the X Files? I think we mentioned it. Okay. We that probably mentioned it in skin. Also, uh, Torchwood too. So yeah, he's done a lot oh. of copy. He's done a lot of like cop adjacent. <laughs> Cop adjacent fantasy shows. Okay, yeah. that definitely tracks. Investigative yeah. sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my next note is about how, um, I mean, it's after the Crotone thing, so if we want to skip over that for a quick second, uh, Sam's like, did you pay any attention in history class? And Dean goes, yeah, shot her around the world, how bills become laws. Uh-huh. And Sam yeah, school goes, that's not school, it's schoolhouse rock. And Dean, like, breaks <laughs> it off, which makes me, like, it is funny, but it also makes me so sad. Like, yeah, he, Sam is so upset. It's and just so indicative of their childhood. Like Sam has, mm-hmm. you know, formal education. I, he went to college. He's, you know, a pre-law student, and Dean was educated by television in like an extremely yeah, this, sense. Did the boy? I was never under the impression that the boys went to traditional school. Uh, we they found out just very go, sporadically. They, yeah, they've go, they've been like transferred all over the place, in and out. Okay. Because mm-hmm. they move around well, so much. I guess at least John kept them in school. Sort of. Sort of. To the best of his ability. I mean, okay, Dean has a GED, so he didn't finish high school. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah, it's both funny and sad, as is a lot of things about Dean. Yeah, in that way, it's very good. John Mm Javon, Dean, understander. Uh, And then they do more cop stuff with this kid. Mm -hmm. In terms of, like, uh, the, the refusal to give the phone number was a big one. It's like, no, we'll come back. Very copy thing to say. Mm-hmm. The way they like kind of manipulate them both into telling different stories about like the bomb not being in. Oh, while we're at the where is this the Tanner house? Um, they have a little sign out front that says "Born to Fish, Forced to Work." I love when they have small set dressing details. They're so happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good. They like fishing these guys. Dwayne's out. It's Dwayne. It's Dwayne, right? Mm-hmm. So Dwayne okay. is the guy in the chair. It's written in a weird way. It doesn't have a W. It's like D-U-A-N-E. So it's like, is that Dwan? Is that Dwan? No, it's what like people, Dwayne Reed. Most people say it Dwayne. Okay. Anyway, yeah, Dwayne's out fishing. He likes, I mean, I, 
I guess fishing was a cover, but presumably before he got possessed by a demon, he liked to fish. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like when when they discover, like, he, he says, like, oh, yeah, she's home. She's, sorry, she's not home. And Dean says, your son said she was. And Jake goes, did I? <laughs> Gaslight girl boss gave Keith. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, like, the, the show in the past has constantly, in, tacitly endorsed the idea of investigating someone's home without a warrant. Obviously, the boys can't have a warrant, but in the, like, fantasy cop adjacent realm... Uh, the show really likes being like, yeah, it's it's good for these boys to break into people's houses because they learn information that helps them. And this is the most egregious one of those because they break in the back door and just immediately gun down one of the family members. And I get like I get it that later we learn that he was a demon zombie, but they sure Dean sure just starts firing immediately. Yeah, which is mm-hmm. also the first time that we see them. You know, this is the most human victim of the brothers yep. at this point. Yeah, like, they had no idea what was going on. They didn't ask any questions. They shot first, asked questions way later. Mm-hmm. It's this weird situation where, like, if the brothers did it, then it turns out to have been right. Yeah, exactly. Like, when that happened, I was baffled. <laughs> Dean shoots that guy, like, three times. Um, on that note, though, Dean is the one doing the shooting, and Sam does not yeah. shoot Jake. So yeah, Cam, it's like Cam, set up that Dean is more Sam willing to kill semi-human enemies. Um, I also really like, I don't like that they, you know, go spy on people's houses and kill them, but I do like the silly little crouch that they do to sneak around to the back. It's true, yeah. <sighs> when they go bring them to the, is that the hospital? Where are they now? The clinic. Yeah, Sorry. the clinic. Um, Dr. Lee says, was he attacked too? And Dean goes, uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) He did the attacking. It's very funny, and he's very Mm -hmm. cute, even though he did just kill a man. Uh Mm Uh-huh. Well, technically not a man anymore, maybe, question mark. It's unclear whether you can come back from it. The show seems to act like you can't, but it never gives a clear answer about that. The doctor's like, I don't know, I barely know what this is. They never, like, try an exorcism or anything, even when they find the silver. It's very funny that they, like, get so caught up in the, the demon plague situation that they don't think to check if one of them is an actual demon. It's so good. It's, like, it is legitimately good. They I like that a lot. They don't even try to use holy water. Yeah, like, the, the Dwayne reveal is very good. They don't try to, like, address these people in any way. They're just like, okay, well, if you're nope. infected, we must kill you. They're like, like yep. There's yeah. no other solution here to consider. It was so weird. This episode is really fun, like, the vibes are great, but it makes no fucking sense. It feels... It's very Stephen Moffat. Yeah, it mm. feels kind of out of character for the boys, at least mm-hmm. in some moments. Like, it's mm-hmm. trying to be high concept, and instead it's just like, there's plot holes everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And you just, um... you, it ends, and you're like, okay. Like, all <laughs> the people disappear, and you're like, why? Where, Where did, did they, they go? go? What was the point? Like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. it's do we learn what the point was? Well, and I guess it was a test, but do we, we learn what we happened learn what to the, the people? What the test means, but no, yeah. not the rest of it. Yeah, we don't know what this we is. Never or why we never learn what happened it. to these people. I don't think so. No. That's great. <laughs> yeah. And it's oh. fascinated by the implications of like this being parallel to Roanoke, which we will obviously yeah. get to in a minute, but like as soon as I finish my sentence, probably. But like the implication that back then was also based on some kind of demon test Uh uh-huh yeah (laughs) like bizarre implications for history here i mean i guess if the demons are doing a big plan presumably they've tried it before and been foiled in the past that's what i know i want to see that show yeah that'd be great i would love like a supernatural in like the 1500s or whatever they'd probably do terribly and i bet the indigenous representation would be garbage but you know Mm, yeah 
It's a fun concept. Mm-hmm. Oh, do we want to do the Roanoke history corner now, or should we wait yeah, and we do it at the end? Um, I, I really quickly while we're talking about the clinic, I just want to. I really like this doctor character. Mm-hmm. She's yeah, she, she, was good. she feels very like Michael Crichton scientist protagonist like kind of character. Like encounters this weird spec fic like plague and is like trying really hard to like solve it. Is very like um has a good head on her shoulders. Is like dealing with everything really well. She's a lot of fun. But yeah, well, let's talk about Roanoke. <laughs> Well, I guess the show's explanation is that back in pioneer days, uh, an entire settler town, its in, its inhabitants all fucking disappeared randomly. And the only trace of them that could be found is the word Croatoan uh, carved yeah. into a tree. It was like, and, what, like 150 people? Yeah. Or something like that. And the whole thing was like the governor of the town like left, uh, yeah. Like went he left back to, to go England. get help. Yeah, or and something. when he came back, uh, like three years later, they were all gone. And f- for for years, everyone's always been like, "Well, what happened to them?" They said what happened much... to them. That's yeah. what Croatoan means. No, it's literally okay. Here's a little anthropology thing. It's literally the Easter Island heads. It is. Like, it is yeah. literally the Easter Island heads. Yeah. It's not a mystery. It's no. like you could just go talk to the people who know. Literally, yeah. There's Um, a you can watch a video of how they did the Easter Island heads. It's cool. They use ropes. No, it rocks. They walked them. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. The 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 Roanoke settlers literally just went and lived with the Croatoans and like integrated with them. Yeah. But of course, the idea of white settlers, uh, living peacefully and united with an indigenous group. Yeah. is absolutely unthinkable. Uh-huh. So it had to be demons. It had to be a mystery. It had to be demons or like aliens is a really common one, right? A lot of lot of like conspiracy theories about Roanoke being an alien abduction. Yeah. It's so funny. Could you imagine being like a settler in the 1500s or whatever and just being abducted by a fucking alien? <laughs> People make jokes about like posts that would kill a Victorian child. I think honestly the shock of getting abducted by a fucking alien would kill a settler. anyway so this is supernatural like doing something with folklore which it does a lot and it's kind of fun and speculative but it's also so fucking funny it's really it's the most funny in this case a lot of the time a lot of times uh it's like okay yeah like flight 401 sure like i could believe that there were ghosts that's a thing that could reasonably be believed if you believe that supernatural stuff exists mm-hmm. but this is the silliest thing because the like the explanation for it is so blatant <laughs> and it's yeah. and it's like no a demon did it and it's like we don't even get to learn like why yeah and it's for so funsies. disconnected to what the actual episode about part of me is part of like what i wondered is if this was like a like zombie apocalypse slash like salem's law inspired episode that they just wanted to do but they didn't know how to end it and so like well what if we what if we just like reference roanoke and just have them all disappear and then we don't have to explain what happened and the boys could just leave <laughs> it's so this episode is so bizarre again it's very Stephen Moffat, where it's like the whole episode. It seems like it could be really cool, and it's yeah, like this really good it's idea. Very high concept. And then the last ten minutes happen, and you're like, "What?" Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, wait, you didn't give me any answers. 
Exactly. You didn't give me an ending. You just kind of like left me here. Well, you sort of gave me an answer. Like, I feel like the uh, Sam being immune to it feels like it's going to be explained. And also, uh, the it, what it has to do with the plot of Supernatural. Yes, I'm more curious about like the actual like, fucking demon virus. Yeah, yeah. I don't fucking give a shit about Sam. Oh, uh, I mean, I, do, I guess. I'm just kidding. Feel free to spoil this. Uh, does the demon virus come up again? I don't yes. think so. Of it course. Wait, it does? It does? I don't know if it like oh, it gets mentioned. comes up for sure, but it is mentioned. Oh, on that note, okay. um, I don't know if, how this is going to work with the spoilers, but um, the Croatoan virus is mentioned again in the show, but it's also mentioned by Eric Kripke for fucking COVID. He tweeted Oh, what? <laughs> no, Mr. Kripke. My he's dude. Like, they're calling it COVID-19, but we know what it really is. Like, he has... Sir, you have Bad not been taste. involved in this show uh, in fucking 12 years. What are you doing here? Anyway. Big, big, like, uh, like, writer comparing, like, X character in reality to their own villain. Yeah. Um, Emma, do you know when in the show it's mentioned again? The, um, wiki says that it is mentioned in, uh, season five. Oh, I know right. why. It's, it's in 5-4. It just, it feels like if the demons have created a virus that can easily, I mean, I guess not super easily because it's blood, you have to transfer it via blood, but still, like, it makes humans really strong, that makes it a lot easier to, to bleed on people. <laughs> like, it feels like you could take over the world with this. Like. Easily. It's a deadly virus in terms of, like, how quickly it turns people into willing vectors for it. Mm-hmm. It's very zombie-like in that way, but it's, but no, they just use it as a little Petri dish. Yeah, and it's even, like, it's way scarier than zombies because they're still, like, they still have cognition. Yeah, they can, imagine if zombies could act like yeah. people. They're more like the, they're more like philosophical zombies in terms of, like, everything externally seems like they're still the same, but there's, like, either nothing inside or what's, what's inside has been, like, completely corrupted into... Uh, like, only doing, I guess, what the virus dictates they do, which is spread it. Like, their whole who they were becomes entirely devoted to becoming a plague vector, which is terrifying and fascinating. Like, it's really but, cool uh, horror. It's just executed really stupidly. Yeah, executed pretty bad. I mean, people becoming willing plague vectors is a little bit less laughable nowadays. Well, yes, sure. Unfortunately. That's true. <laughs> this episode do be hitting a little bit differently. Yeah, on that note, I'm, I found the tweet, and it was sent out on April 2nd of 2020. God. <laughs> so, like, a couple weeks into COVID. Oh, boy. Time is a flat circle. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Dean then proceeds to have a really fun scene that I liked a lot, where he tries to drive out of town to, like, get help, as, as said, and runs into that roadblock. And the shot of, like, all these people, with like, standing in front of their cars with guns is really good. He just slowly stops... And, like, stares at them and then gets jump-scared by that guy. Uh-huh. It's really mm -hmm. good. Also, this is the... F I'm pretty sure this is the first time where Dean explicitly says that he's... Yeah! Yep. Yeah, I wrote that down. <laughs> Wins uh, the guy says, Dean. Why don't you get out of the car and we'll talk a little? And Dean does this nervous little laugh and he goes, Well, you are a handsome devil, but I don't swing that way. Sorry. Uh. Which is so... It's such a weird thing to say. 
He's not flirting with you, King. He wants to kill you. Yeah. Yeah, he does this a lot. Dean, like, pretends to interpret threats as flirtation. Yeah. Um, and then, then like after that, the guy says, "I'd sure appreciate it if you got out of the car just for a quick minute." And Dean like goes, "Yeah, I'll bet you would." In the most like, "Oh, violence is about to ensue," like way of talking, and then just like mm-hmm. hits the hits the reverse. It's great. It's really good. That whole scene is really good. It's As fun. is the scene where he runs into Mark, and they're just like in the car pointing guns at each other, I, I and love- Dean's like, "This is gonna be a, a a peaceful ride or whatever, relaxing drive," is what he says. I love the bit before that where they're pointing guns at yeah. each other and they're screaming, "You could be one of them. So could yeah. you." Yeah. Yeah. Also, Mark has a neighbor. Mark. Mark has a neighbor named Mr. Rogers. Not anymore. It's really... <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God, this episode's comedy like hits really good. Yeah. This is uh, the thing. I don't like this episode conceptually, but beat for beat, I really like it. Yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's a there's fun a lot of episode. good lines and it a lot of good, good drama, scenes, but it doesn't make yeah. it like, total. Yeah, yeah. It's peak shitty supernatural, where it's like, <laughs> yeah, this sucks, but also I'm having such a great time. Yeah, it was fun to watch. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Oh, when Dean kills Beverly, the mom. This uh. This is the second time he's killed a person, quote unquote, in this episode. Uh huh. But this is the first time he's done it not in self defense. Yeah, he just guns her down in cold mm-hmm. blood while she's yeah. like begging to live. Yeah, he shoots her like an animal. Yeah, which is is crazy. And the fact that it's like not, I don't know, the fact that it's like not really addressed is really crazy to me. Yep. Also, um, when Dwayne shows up, like Mark is kind of inconsistent. Previously, he was mm-hmm. like, "No, we gotta, we like, we gotta kill anyone who's infected." Like later, when Sam gets infected, he's like, "We gotta kill him." Um, and but he just lets Dwayne in. Yeah, he doesn't even like ask. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he does get murdered by Dwayne later, so I yep. guess he got like what he was asking for. I guess. <laughs> um. Poor guy. He was so close mm-hmm. to getting out. He, yeah, he was really going to be the final girl. Um, when, I don't know why this made me so sad. I mean, it's because I'm stupid and I have brain worms. But when Dean goes, we need more alcohol, or Sam does, one of them says we need more mm, alcohol. Yeah, when they're making the bomb. The question, and I'm just sitting here like, you guys are so alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> that's for the bomb that's not for them to drink no i know but also they're alcoholics so any mention sure. of alcohol drives me insane sure 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 um it's also very funny that the bomb plot like goes nowhere it, yeah they don't even use them it's so funny they're just the lab the anti-chekhov's now. gun <laughs> it's not even a chekhov's gun it's just a plan that like just chekhov's bomb get used dean says that this plague feels biblical which I just need to shout out because it's a nice little um, pre-season four reference to religion. Mm-hmm. Very excited to watch uh, episode 12, I think. Because that'll be fun to talk about as pre-season four religion Oh, stuff. yeah. <laughs> it took me a second. Mm-hmm. I know oh, which boy. one that one is. Mm-hmm. All right, so next week. Uh, cool. Yeah. Also, a couple more, a <laughs> couple more examples of characters refusing to say "kill" in this episode, like it's a children's show. Mark says, "Put him down," and mm. Dean says, "That's the guy I." Uh, and then he clicks his tongue. Yeah, yeah, it's so interesting. It's wild. Like, I is that a, like a network thing? I wonder, or is it just like the writers didn't want to write? Kill? Like, it's very weird. I don't know. Like, even Sam and Dean don't usually talk in this much code when it comes to like talking mm-hmm. about violence. Maybe yeah. Bond just likes. Slang. Maybe. He likes maybe. Trying, to, trying to really hard to hit that character note. 
Mm-hmm. My next note is after way, Sam Omega gets Man infected reference. and everyone else leaves. Wait, what? The the Omega Man reference, speaking of slang, is like probably one of the most obscure things Dean's ever referenced. Yeah, I didn't like hearing that. <laughs> um, I like one they're arguing about whether to kill Dwayne immediately. Um, Dean is arguing he must be infected, right? And since Dean says it's a tough job and you know that, and Sam says it's supposed to be tough, Dean. We're supposed to struggle with this. That's the whole point, which is excellent. Good job, Sam. You're right. You actually like got the thesis that we're aiming for. And then Dean goes, what does that buy us? And Sam goes, a clear conscience for one. And Dean, Sam calls him out on being out of character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Also, sorry, just to be clear, the Omega Man is a adaption of I Am Legend, which people are probably more familiar with that for the Will Smith movie. Is that the one where the Are You meme comes from? I don't... Uh, maybe? The one with the robots? No, 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 oh, no. I Am, I am Legend's Legend is the, a zombie the vampire movie. movie. The, they're vampires. They're, like, nocturnal. Yeah. Like, yeah. You can tell I didn't watch a lot of Will Smith movies <laughs> when I was a kid. You're good. <laughs> I watched I, a lot of Fresh Prince. Uh, that movie's ingrained in my head because there was a trailer uh, for it on, like, a DVD I had, and it scared me every time. That's but probably also why kind I didn't of fascinated watch it. me. Probably the same reason. That movie's bad, as far as I'm aware. But but yeah. Anyway, that's the Omega Man's a. It's an I Am Legend. It's based on the book. Like that book's been adapted a bunch of times, apparently. Anyway, moving on. One of the things I like about this episode, like as a concept, is that it's basically just the you know in the zombie movies when there's always a scene of somebody who pretends that they haven't been bitten. That's this whole mm-hmm. episode. Like everybody is, is the episode, guy who yeah. hasn't been bitten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's interesting because Dwayne has the wound, but that's actually not, but that's the red herring. It's like he hasn't been bitten slash infected. However, he has been infected in a more explicit way by demon possession. Um, And then, yeah, did the, the bit where when they're talking about uh, killing Dwayne uh, and Sam says you're acting like one of those things out there to Dean also. Good, more like Mm-hmm. Nice blurring Comparing the lines. To, yeah. And it, it it also introduces that doubt of like, oh, did Dean get infected? That'd be interesting. But no. Um when he's it's aiming at Dwayne, there's like a really pretty like close up on the gun. Looks nice. Mm-hmm. The also, close ups in that whole scene were good. Yeah. hmm Shout out to Jensen's jaw twitching. Yeah. His little clench. Mm-hmm. Uh and then Sam goes, You know I'm gonna ask you why after he doesn't shoot him. And Dean goes, yeah, I know. <laughs> it doesn't answer him at all. Uh-huh. And that's when he says that we need more alcohol, but that is Dean who says yeah. it. And still doesn't answer why. But this in that scene, it was made me... after Sam told him, he, you know, Sam, Sam has been begging him not to do so. Mm-hmm. This and the next episode have really made me start wondering about how exactly the visions work. Because this time, because previously... Uh, the brothers have explicitly interrupted what uh, Sam saw, but the this vision and the next vision, what people saw, like, almost completely happens, and there's not a clear, like, person to stop it. Like, Dean just decides not to do it, which I guess it's just Sam altering the theoretical determinism by talking about it. Like, the this would have happened if Sam hadn't had the vision, but the fact that Sam had the vision... And can tell Dean that is enough to make Dean not do it. But like, right. like the other visions it's... are usually not them, so they have to stop somebody yeah. else from doing it, or like tell them the whole "I have visions, please don't do this." Um, mm-hmm. But if it's 
Dean, he can tell them about the vision and Dean can therefore make a different decision. And next episode, Sam himself can do a different decision. Mm -hmm. Next episode's one is particularly bizarre, but we'll talk about that. Uh, When Sam says, this is the dumbest thing you've ever done, I literally went into my notes and I wrote, dumbest thing he's ever done so far. So far. Uh. Sam says, I'm sick, and I cry. Yeah. Mm. Oh, also, before that, real Hedgie, bad. The Great Escapist <laughs> in season eight. Um, particular, the silliest slow-mo in the episode is when Pam, who we haven't talked about at all, but the uh, doctor lady has, a, like, an assistant named Pam. she's a nurse. Uh, yeah, nurse, thank you. That's the word that left my brain. <laughs> uh, that has been freaking out about, like, her boyfriend this whole time. And it's kind of unclear when she got infected, but, um... Anyway, when it reveals she's infected and she, like, freaks out and try Actually, she just, she, like, gets Sam alone and has, like, been waiting for this and attacks him. The, the slow-mo is ridiculous in that scene. Oh, yeah. It looks so silly. Yeah, Pam's kind of a nothing character, so yeah, there's not exactly. a lot to talk about with her. No, she's just a plot device. Yeah. She's barely that. Yeah. Like, she's a brief bit of drama for Sam to deal with. Mm-hmm. And other than that, mostly just is upset. Despite the fact that apparently the whole point of this was to infect Sam. Yeah. She, the fact that she is the one who did it is just so, it's so interesting to me. Yeah. And then she's just not worth anything the rest of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Dean says, shut your pie hole, which is cute. So good. Uh, and then Sam yeah. goes, Dean just and give me the gun and I'll do it myself, which makes me miserable. Yeah. Uh, Dean says to take his car. Yeah, Sam, oh. Mm-hmm. He's well, telling, yeah, he's telling Marks that, to take I, his car, so like he very, has given up. He's ready to just like stay yeah. here and let Sam kill him and then die together. Um, extra zombie movie thing also of Sam saying, "I don't want to turn into one of those things." Mm-hmm. Classic zombie movie trope of like, "I'd rather kill myself than like become a monster and hurt people." Dean yeah. says, "You're not gonna get rid of me that easy." <laughs> mm. This whole scene is made me so sad. As Dwayne and Doctor Lee head out. Um, she says, thanks for everything, Marshalls, and Dean admits that they're not Marshalls, which yep. is huge deathbed confession vibes. Uh-huh. She just gives him this look and is like, all right, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. And Dean is still joking around as Sam is, like, crying. This is, like, a really good scene, and it makes me very sad. Yeah. Uh, Sam goes, mm-hmm. it's over for me, it doesn't have to be for you, which is very similar to what um, Linda Cop said in Two Seven Usual Suspects to Sam. Mm. <sighs> Yeah. But <laughs> Sam says, you can keep going, and Dean says, who says I want to? Which, yeah. ouch. Yeah, ouch. Th- this okay. is where Dean talks about being tired and yeah. is probably the best part of this episode. Yeah. And he says it's not just about Dad. Yeah. But he refuses to say what else the rest of it is because they get interrupted. And, I mean, this is obviously, like, I don't think this is a far reach or anything, but the using the phrase, I'm tired, as a stand-in for I'm depressed, I'm suicidal, or whatever, is not, like, I don't think it's that obscure. Um, That might just be because I hang around a bunch of depressed people, but... (laughs) Like, I know whenever someone would ask me what was wrong with me, I would tell them I was tired. Yeah. Because it's like, what else are you going to say? And then using, like, exhaustion as an excuse of, like, why you're giving up on life is... Yeah. Yeah. Dean, this, I'm, yeah, Dean makes me so sad. And then they they did this for another 
14 years and then killed him. Uh-huh. Yep. <sighs> yeah, <sighs> Dean says Dean's saying I'm tired here. I'm like, "Oh, buddy, you have so many seasons more to go. It's I'm only so season sorry." Two and they never let him quit. No. Uh yeah, then Sam's like Sam's like, I know this stuff with dad is, and Dean says, it's not about dad. Part of it is, sure, but, and then we'll learn later what he meant by that. Mm -hmm. Dean, uh, when they're looking to see that nobody else is around, like everyone's gone, there's like a really big space shot. Like it, it's like big empty space to show there's nobody mm -hmm. here. And it's like, a, it's very satisfying. Yeah. Cinematic. It is a good shot. It's just this eerie empty town. Again, very Salem's lot. Yeah, it's really good. It's like this place that was once f like full of people yesterday is just dead. I kind of like that. Like as much as I don't like how they just kind of went, well, ah, they're all gone. Like I do like how all of a sudden it's absolutely quiet and absolutely It's empty. creepy. Yeah. yeah. Like it works visually, it just doesn't work like plot narratively. Yeah. Narratively, yeah. When Dean Dean finds out that, you know, everything's okay and and there's not nothing bad is going to have to happen to them. He he makes this kind of face like, damn, I was really I was really just ready. Yeah. I mean, I gotta keep living. Yep. Fuck. Yep. Uh-huh. Um Dwayne just from the Dwayne Mark scene. I wonder if um that demon is Meg. Mm. Cause no one else has been shown to have that cup. You mean um, like you mean like Meg Meg's demon was possessing Dwayne? Dwayne? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Like she got out of hell and you know, went right back hmm. to work. I don't think it's ever contradicted, but I also feel like that yeah. would be mentioned later being vague. It feels like it feels like the demon would be unable to stop themselves from like taunting the brothers. That's at, true. At some point, if yeah, that was if it was true, supposed to be made, they would definitely have put yeah. it in. But there's yeah. nothing saying I it can't be. I definitely don't think that the writers intended it, but like. I just, I like the thought of it. I also yeah. like the, the kind of degradation of the aesthetic of the show, where in, in, you know, seasons one and two, demons have, like, cool, you know, blood-slitting bowls to communicate with each other, and then by, like, well, season six, they have cell phones. <laughs> uh-huh. Literally. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just thinking about that. Anyway. Anyway, then we get this final shot in, like, one of the most idyllic locations that the brothers have ever been in. Yeah, they're, like, this chilling is, uh... outside of a road next to a river. My notes say that they're chilling in a beer ad. <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, this is Fort Langley Marina Park, which, uh, I think I've been to or been around there. It's, yeah, it's very pretty. This is one of those times where, you know, it's one of those memes. I've probably mentioned it before. It's one of the memes in the fandom of... Dean and Sam sitting on the hood of the Impala drinking beer and talking about their feelings. This is one of those times, and they get into a fight about it, which yeah. also happens a lot. Yeah. Um, I like how Sam pulls his little brother shtick, where Dean's like, what if I don't answer you? And Sam says, then I guess I'll just have to keep asking until you do. Like, he is such yeah. a younger brother. Mm -hmm. Dean talking about how he's never been to the Grand Canyon made me so sad. Literally. <sighs> he likes long walks on the beach, and he's never been to a beach. <laughs> And then he he says, or we could go to Hollywood, see if we could bang Lindsay Lohan, <laughs> which is an extremely mid-2000s thing to say. Yeah. And it's also big, like, Dean, uh, like, being performatively horny to deflect from his emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, oops, I let slip that I have depression. Let's make a sex joke. Yeah. 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 Because why can't we live life a little bit? Wah. Which is very, like, um... 
different from a lot of what he expressed in season one of wanting to like keep in on the road doing this job he wants to go around fighting monsters helping people and now mm-hmm. he's just tired and wants a break because he almost died and has the huge weight on his shoulders of uh whatever john said do. yeah whatever john said which we're about to learn mm-hmm. uh so dean finally comes clean that john told him something that's been weighing really heavily on him and sam demands to know and then the episode ends yeah it's good yeah yeah. Do we have any more notes, or are we taking a break now? I don't think so. I mean, I guess, like, we mostly hit the stuff I want to talk about this episode, which is the weird copiness of it, and the mm-hmm. uh, the framing of, oh, what if it was morally right to have to kill your neighbors? Yeah. It's interesting, for sure. All right, we will take a little break then, and when we come back, we will talk about episode 10. Hunted. Hunted, thank you. So, episode 10, Hunted, written by uh, Rel Tucker. We start with a, like, really good cold open IMO where another psychic guy named Scott is talking to his psychologist about having electric powers and how the yellow-eyed man talks to him in his dreams and has plans for him. Uh, And the whole thing has White Rabbit by Jefferson Airplane playing over it, and it's very good. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then Scott gets stabbed outside of his car by an unknown assailant. Uh, Cut to the boys, starting right where we left off. Dean tells Sam that John said, Dean has to save Sammy, and if he can't, he might have to kill him. Sam rightfully gets extremely angry with him about this, probably the angriest I've ever seen Sam get. Uh, He wants to figure out what this means. Dean just wants to lay low. Uh, We will absolutely dig into this conversation more, but they do end up deciding to lay low, sort of, because then Sam steals the Impala and drives off to the roadhouse. Uh, Although before that, Uh, A woman named Ava has a vision of him breaking into a burnt-out old house and uh, get exploded by a hand grenade trap. It's very, it's very sick. Um, It was, I like when they do a vision, like, mid-episode. I was like, whoa, what's happening? Um, Anyway. Sam blows up on uh, screen, and then it... Yeah, yeah, he sure does. ...reveals that it's Ava's vision. It's really good. Yeah. Anyway, at the uh, at the roadhouse, Sam talks to Ellen and learns that Joe ran off to be a hunter, though she doesn't blame the boys for it. She's like, this was going to happen, probably. Uh, and Sam asks her and Ash for help looking for other psychics. Uh, he wants to find as many as possible. Ash nails it, like, instantly and finds, uh, well, sort of, because he finds four people. Sam, Max, Andy, and a guy named Scott Carey, who is the guy in the opening and is dead. Uh, it's interesting that there's only that, like, the fire thing did did not happen to that many people. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, anyway, Sam goes off to talk to Scott's parents in Indiana and learns about Scott's nightmares. Uh, he gets permission to snoop in Scott's room and finds his psychologist's name from the drugs and also his yellow eye shrine all over the back of his closet. It's very good. It's all, like, uh, magazine really cutouts. really good set dressing. Um, the, the entire room is very good set dressing, but I'll talk about that later. Um, so Sam goes back to his motel and runs into Ava, who does the thing Sam does and tells him he's in danger and she's freaking out about it. It's like, listen, I'm not crazy. Uh, and then Sam <laughs> says, oh, you're one of us. You're another psychic. And then she thinks he's nuts. 
which is very good. I love mm -hmm. Ava a lot. She's this great. Very fun. Um, also, her mom didn't die. She doesn't fit the pattern. This seems like hmm, interesting. Uh, we cut to Dean looking for Sam. Ellen snitches on him, which is, I guess, it's is uh, reverse of what happened with Joe. Um, we got more more snitching with Ellen. Um, back at the motel, uh, Ava is trying very hard to convince Sam to not die uh, and is very upset that she's involved in psychic nonsense. I love her. She's extremely valid. She's like, I'm just a secretary. I'm getting married in a few months. I don't want to get involved in whatever this is. Extremely um, Donna Noble of her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Sam convinces her to help regardless, though, and she runs distraction for that psychologist while Sam sneaks in to snoop and steal his tapes. Um, which they do, and they listen to him, they listen to them, and Yellow Eyes apparently told Scott that the psychics are going to be his soldiers, which freaks Sam and Ava out. Uh, then Dean finds them, and then, oh, hey, it's Gordon, and he's shooting at them. Uh, he's about to snipe Ava when Dean kicks him in the face, and they fight, and Dean loses. Is this the first time Dean's lost a fight? Probably not, no, but he, it's he the first time in a while. in 115. Mm, you're right. You're right, he did. Uh, but it's uncommon. Doesn't happen anyway. often, yeah. Last time he and Gordon fought, he won. Um, which the booking is, the, and this is really weird considering later, but it, it does, moving on. Um, Sam and Ava investigate the roof and find Gordon's shell casings. Sam calls Dean and Gordon forces him at gunpoint to act like everything's normal. Uh, Dean tells him where he is, which is the place from the cold open, but also warns him with one of their code words, which is Funky Town, which is really great. Um, Dean and Gordon talk, and Gordon says he's not a killer, he's a hunter, and Sam's fair game. Great line. Um, meanwhile, Ava is very upset that Sam's going to walk right into her vision and offers to help. Is like, please, don't, like, you're going to die. I saw you die. And Sam's like, it'll be fine, just go home. Um, Gordon tells Sam he heard about the war from a demon who snitched on Sam. Um, also, of course, he's the one who killed Scott in the opening. Um, Gordon tells Dean about the tripwire trap and justifies killing Sam with, with a, basically, would you travel back in time to kill baby Hitler, which is extremely funny. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that. Uh, anyway, the vision happens, but it goes different. Sam used his shoes as bait and gets the drop on Gordon, which is fun. Uh, but then Gordon baits him back, disarms him, they fight. Somehow Sam wins, which, like I mentioned, feels like really bad booking, considering how much of a badass Gordon is. Uh, but anyway, Sam knocks him out, doesn't kill him. Sam frees Dean, convinces him not to kill Gordon. He's like, Gordon's handled. Uh, and as they're leaving, Gordon walks out like he's the Terminator and just starts shooting at them. And then the cops show up, which we'll talk about that. Uh, finally, in the denouement... Oh, yeah, and they, they arrest him. Um, in the denouement, Dean calls Ellen to grill her about Gordon, saying earlier that he had Roadhouse connections. Uh, and Ellen drops that she knows, like, ten other hunters who could have figured out the stuff about Sam, which is big, like, Sam is not safe. We see all these characters that could be, like, boss characters later that they might run into. I don't know if that'll be the case, but it's very, like, pans the room across all these, like, character designs, all these hunters. Um, and, uh, yeah, Sam can't get a hold of Ava. Uh, Sam's, like, been trying to call her, um... The boys talk about destiny. Sam says they gotta face what's coming. Dean's like, what if we just leave? Uh, just walk out. Hit the uh, <laughs> when it doubt, hit the bricks. 
Uh, and then they go check on Ava, and uh-oh, she's gone, and her fiancé's dead, and there's sulfur on her window frame, and she left her engagement ring behind, which, as a big Ava fan, made me very upset. Mm-hmm. And that's the episode. So, yeah. lots to talk about. Not lots of lots time to, to talk, talk about, about it in. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was a really good recap. I don't know if you guys saw the recap, but it was, like, extremely you know, clear that this is going to be an episode about Sam and his powers and mm. the mm-hmm. perception thereof. I skipped it. It was really good. Um, it was just like... I watched it. Well, it was the cool song, so I was like, oh, I'll skip it. Um, the White Rabbit scene is excellent. Good choice of music. It's so good. It's really good. When Scott is in therapy, do we have notes for that? I like this therapist character. Um, the yeah. scene with him and Ava later also is really funny. But mm-hmm. this guy, this guy has big therapist energy. He's he's doing a good job. I mean, I guess he's a psychologist, not a therapist. Those are different things. But regardless, yeah. Scott says that he can electrocute it if I want, which we've talked about, like whether the other children can control their powers more than Sam and mm. apparently Ava. And apparently Scott can also like Andy yeah. and Weber do it on command. It doesn't say that he's like accidentally electrocuted anything. Although I'm sure the first one was by mistake. Um, Electrokinesis really is he's a like, weird. Want to shake thing. on it? Excellent. <laughs> yeah. So good. He's like, it's so good. Just like completely straight face. Like, hey, you want to shake on it? Since you clearly don't believe me. It is. It is good. And then he doesn't do it. He's like, no, nah, I'm not going to risk it. <laughs> he like lets him hang there for a moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the second time we hear of Yellow Eyes directly talking to um, the the children. Yeah. And kind With of us. revealing a little bit of his hand. I almost called him Zemnus. <laughs> With uh, Zemnus. and with Ansem, Zemnus is Ansem's heart. Is Ansem's nobody? Ash. It's anyway. Are you talking about Kingdom Hearts? Yes, Wyatt? yes, I am. His name's Ansem. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, we saw it earlier with Ansem. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say electrokinesis startled me because it's a weird. Like, it feels like we're kind of stretching the boundaries of psychic powers, but I, I guess it's whatever. Well. <laughs> Oh, honey, you got a big storm coming. <laughs> Great. They have weird powers that are related to a demon, which still makes uh-huh. like electrokinesis a strange one. But... Well, it's like mind controlling and like visions and like telekinesis, all very much within the bounds of of uh I can do psychic powers. But I feel like yeah. I feel like even pyrokinesis is more common in terms of psychic people than electrokinesis. They're X Men. Don't and it's not even that. electrokinesis. It's not. He doesn't control electricity. He produces it. That's. A, he's not doing that with he's his mind. He's a socket and a fork. He's doing that with like weird like or like organs in his fingers. I bet. I don't know. Who knows? Whatever. We're moving forward because we don't have time to dwell on the cool powers that he may or may not have. Um, my next note just says R.I.P. Emo. Love his like purple eyeshadow around his eyes. Yeah. Scott. He felt very um uh, off-brand Jake Gyllenhaal to me. <laughs> That's the chick Gyllenhaal is gay. Okay, are we up to when Dean reveals what John said? Yeah, let's talk about that. Okay, so I love the sentence. He said that he wanted me to watch out for you, to take care of you. Because those are such, like, good, ambiguous phrases. Because, like, until this Mm -hmm. point, watch out for Sammy and take care of Sammy meant, like, Uh make sure that he is safe. But now it's like, make sure that he is safe to be around. And, you know, watch out for us and, like, keep an eye on and take care of us yep. and kill. Like, it's excellent. It's really good. That's good twist. writing right there. Oh, who wrote this one, did we say? Ral Tucker. Yeah. Who also wrote Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things and a not-so-good episode, but, you know. Good character episode, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sorry, I just episode. remembered that I had a note about the vision 
um, with with the grenade. It just struck me as really funny because the whole point of grenades is that you pull the pin and then you throw them. They take a very long time to go off. I don't know how many of y'all have played Call of Duty. Yeah, but... uh, I mean, the thing is, is I think you can set how quickly grenades go off. Can you? I think so, yeah. Mm. I don't know anything about anything, but I think that's true. I think this there's would be like, a question for Alex I think grenades, at least modern grenades, I think they have like a little like thing that you can set how quickly you want oh. it to go off. Never mind. Okay, back to their argument. Um, Sam says, <laughs> how could you not have told me this? And Dean says, because it was dad and he begged me not to. And Sam says, who cares? Take some responsibility for yourself, Dean, which is excellent. That's like, mm-hmm. Mm, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, really yes. cutting to the heart of, like, the problems between the two of them. Where, like, Dean just does what John says. Or has done so far. He didn't kill him, right? Um, and Sam wants Dean to recognize that he is his own person. And doesn't have to listen to John all the time. Mm-hmm. But also, I feel so bad for Dean in this scene. I mean, obviously, I feel bad for Sam. Obviously. But Dean is just, like... <sighs> He doesn't know what to do. He's trying so hard. He says, please, like, twice, and then he says, and I'm begging you, please, please. Like, he's just, he's trying so hard and has no yeah. like, roadmap here. He doesn't know if Sam is actually dangerous. He's just, you know, really hoping he isn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, he's so sad, and it turned, like, him being more willing to just, like, die with Sam in, like, the last episode... Like, yeah. is really put into very clear perspective here, and it, it's deeply sad. Also, Sam says Let me just again. <laughs> like, he's in his mid-twenties. Yep. Mm -hmm. He's, like, two years Nobody older than me. Nobody in their twenties knows what they're doing. Mm -mm. And if they do, they're probably a cop. <laughs> or a crypto bro. Uh-huh. Crypto bros. Um, by the way, I'm not sure if that thing I said about grenades is true, but, like, there are different kinds of grenades. Like, he could have gotten one that goes off, like, really quick. I don't know. Let me ask Alex. Okay. He's well, not, not right. Here, but I'll no, text yeah, him. not right now. You could write an addendum in the description later. Mm -hmm. Um, when Ellen and Sam are talking, you know, Ellen's like, "Dean's worried about you," and Ellen asks, "What's going on between you two? And Sam goes, "So how's Joe?" <laughs> like extremely uh -huh. not smooth change yep. of subject. Yeah. That whole that whole conversation is they are just dodging questions. It's so it's funny. Great. And then Sam goes, "Well, what did happen about you know Bill?" and Ellen goes, um, why'd you come here? Yep. <laughs> she calls him sweetie. Yeah. Ellen's, Ellen's It's really important to mom. me, though, that Ellen tells Sam it's not your fault and none of it is. Like, Sam doesn't yeah. hear that enough. Yeah, he doesn't. Ellen's very good. I really like her. I love Ellen. Yeah. Um, speaking of characters we love, Ash shows up. And Sam says that yep. was fast when he comes back with what he wanted. Ash shows and up as a king as well, always. Well, apparently that's my job. Make the monkey dance on the <laughs> keyboard. I love him yeah. so much. Like, he's so funny. Ash also, hanging a lampshade on himself as a character. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Go on. Supermassive Black Hole is playing in the background in the roadhouse. We've got, we're two for two with the music this episode. Yeah. Fucking incredible. We've already talked about the scene, but when Ava shows up and, you know, tries to convince Sam and then is convinced that he's crazy instead. She makes, like, such a good, yeah. like, bitch what face. It's so good. It's so good. Like She's great. I love yeah. it. Everything, She's everything so about good. that scene is so much fun. Um, when Ava is distracting the 
I forget what she said, psychologist or therapist, but when she's distracting him so Sam can sneak in, it's, like, an excellent reveal that, like, Sam is on the window, because first yeah, Steve is just, she like, like, very looks. nervous in the seat, and then it, like, turns the camera to show us that Sam is currently outside the building. Uh, um, I love, I love that. Hold on, b- before that, when they cut back to the hotel, and she's like, why can't you just leave town, please, before you blow up? Sam goes, no, I can't. She goes, oh, God, why not? It's just like so, so was not prepared was not prepared for how complicated this is going to be and she's okay you know what screw you buddy I'm a secretary from Peoria and I'm not part of anything okay yeah she wasn't yeah. prepared to run into the protagonists of a fucking television show yeah she thought the hard part would be convincing him that the vision is real not convincing him yeah. not to do anything about it yeah I drove out here to save your weirdo ass me I'm due, I'm back, I'm due back on planet earth I love mm-hmm. her She's great. And then, yeah, when, after they steal the records, she's like, I just helped you steal some dead guys from confidential psych files. Pause. I'm awesome. Yeah, I love her. It's, it's great. Um, when, she, when she's distracting him, she's, he, he yeah. starts to turn around, but Sam is already gone. And she goes, I just remembered when I was a kid, I swallowed like a <laughs> yeah. piece of Pop Rocks and then drank a whole can of Coke. You don't think that counts as a suicide attempt, do you? <laughs> like, she's so good. She's like, okay, get uh, attention back. I love and he just her gives delivery. her a look. Her delivery is so good. It's so earnest. I love when she goes, I've just been feeling really <laughs> Really anxious super lately. anxious right now. Yeah. It's so good. This actress oh. is acting her heart out. She's really doing, she's doing the most. Oh, shout out to Sam for not taking the Impala. Yeah, he stole a different car. Yeah. Uh, when Dean sees Sam in the, you know, he found him. Dean goes, oh, thank God you're okay. And then Sam moves away and through the window, Dean can see Ava. Oh, yeah. He goes, oh, you're better than yep. okay. Sam, you sly dog. Like, Dean, you don't need to immediately make assumptions. Come mm-hmm. on. It was pretty funny, though, I will say. It was really funny. Yeah. Especially since both of them look stressed as hell. <laughs> they don't look they're like so they're nervous. Going back to when Sam investigates the room, I just want to shout out how good Scott's room is. There's, like, mm-hmm. so much stuff around i love his bookshelf uh extremely like white boy in the 2000s who likes books and i can uh i can provide evidence to this because i have that exact beat up old copy of shogun on my bookshelf (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's got like uh he's got dragon riders of pern he's got desperation he's got the night awakens michael Crichton, tom clancy clive cussler just like mass market paperbacks all over the place it's really good also, he has a gaming magazine with Saints Row on it, which cracked me up. Ah, uh, ah, uh, the aughts. Mm-hmm. Both of us 90s babies just going, okay. <laughs> Speak for your fucking self. Yeah, I'm okay. only like two years that. older than you. Yeah, but I still don't know what you're talking about. All right. I mean, I wasn't a weeb, but I definitely was a weirdo. I had way I too that many sound clip. Stilton books. <laughs> Um, moving forward, when Ava and Sam are investigating the roof, Ava mentions that they should probably talk to the cops, and Sam goes, trust me, that wouldn't do us much good. Um, so again, we have Supernatural versus cops in a very strange way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she goes, dude, who are you? And he blames, <laughs> Yeah, I think it's TV, I'm assuming. Yeah, he talks about some TV show, I didn't write TJ it down. TJ Hooker. Yeah, thank you. Um... Also, real quick, I really like that Ava finds Sam via his motel stationery that she saw in the vision. Mm-hmm. She does the same She's sort so of smart. like detective work that Sam does yeah. in his visions when he like noticed that Oregon there was like an Oregon tourism poster on the wall last episode. So really like yeah. that. 
uh, in the phone call when Zine is all tied up. Obviously, love that he got his little code word in there. Love that it's Funky Town. Mm-hmm. So cute. It's incredible. But I also like when Sam's like, look, right now there's someone after me. And Zine goes, what? Who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and looks at and Gordon. Looks, yeah. It's really good. It's good. Um, and then Gordon goes, now is that so hard? And Zine says, bite me. And he has uh-huh. excellent eyelashes in the scene. He has like a really nice profile <laughs> shot. Mm-hmm. Also, when uh, Gordon's talking about the demon that he got the exposition from, um, Dean, like, judges him for not saving the girl uh, that the demon was possessing, despite the fact that Dean has done that multiple times and also just, like, iced a bunch of dudes last episode. Yeah, but this time <laughs> like, it was, like, even less that so. he tortured this girl to death even knowing that there was a real person in Yes. There. No, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. he's right to be, saying Gordon, to be horrified I'm... by this. It's just, yeah, it is hypocritical. Yes. It's just ironic considering what Dean has, what we just saw Dean do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, going back a little bit, uh, when Ava's telling Sam to leave, uh, she says, this is how you die, and he says, it doesn't matter. Oof! Minecraft's death Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, knowing what we know about the end of this episode, Sam telling her that she'll be safe at home is mm, sad. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, okay, call me to make sure you'll be okay, all right? Yeah, like, it was I'm cute. Sad. They were I'm, friends. I, I'm very. I want them to be friends. I want Sam to have a friend. I'm so sad about whatever happened to her. I told you Sam would have some friends. This is. Fun. <laughs> yeah, and it didn't last long. I love how Dean says, "Do that to my brother, I'll kill you." That's such a funny line. Uh huh. Not if you hurt my brother, I'll kill you, or anything. It's if you do that to my brother, mm-hmm. get me that fucking sound by. Needed as my ringtone. <laughs> also, hey, he says kill. Finally. Yeah, when he's making a direct yes, he threat, he doesn't need to use euphemistic yeah. slang. Um, Gordon's speech about Sam and the other psychic children being soldiers in the coming demon war uh, is loaded. Um, uh-huh. He says they're not yeah, exactly yeah, pure that... humans. But still, what kind of worthless scumbag have you got to be to turn against your own race? And so, again, we have extremely bad racial allegory mm. of, like, monster human. Where uh-huh. Gordon acknowledges that they are human, but also as, like, inferior humans. Which, again, makes it extremely bad that this is the yeah. only non-wine hunter. It's it's really bad. It's extremely bad. Um, like, mm-hmm. the, they couldn't, or I guess wouldn't, um, make the anti-psychic hunter a white guy or i guess it kind of comes up later but they wouldn't make this guy a white guy because then it would lead too much into like the obvious you know white nationalist ethnic cleansing aspect of hunting like they're Mm -hmm. literally Mm. fantasy racial serial killers that's their job like they are actively performing genocide in every episode like that is the premise uh, and if you have a white guy do it, then it feels a little bit too obvious. But if you have somebody who isn't mm. white, then it's like, look, it's not actually racism because people who aren't God, white Emma, do it you're too. so it's right. Like extremely bad. You're so correct. Mm-hmm. Supernatural uh, continues to be a bad. I did thing. not think about that element of it because obviously our protagonists are white and are constantly like fighting, like constantly murdering monsters every episode. But yeah, if you make someone go even further with it and be even more explicit with that, it yeah. Oh boy. Oh Gordon. Yeah, it's really bad. There's a, um I guess I'm getting ahead of myself, but there's a character in either season two or three, I'm gonna guess three, um, who 
um, is kind of researching the Winchesters and suggests that John might have been a white nationalist because he doesn't know about, you know, monster hunting. And it's, like, brushed off. But, I mean, is he wrong? Mm. Uh, but we'll get to that when we get to that episode. But, like, the the premise of this is that there are some people who are worth less as people. And so yeah. to put this argument in the words in the mouth of a black man feels extremely uncomfortable to say the least mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i do however really like again his like how chill he is yeah like, really does in, a fantastic turns, job like, yeah like sits himself down says he says so calmly and like reasonably i'm not some reckless yahoo okay i did my homework made damn sure it was true it's like he gordon has Gordon has the same line as the brothers do as far as like not killing a person, but his line about what is not a person is different from theirs, mm -hmm. which is really mm -hmm. good to me. I really like that of like, yeah, listen, I would not kill a person. I put in a lot of work to make sure that I was right here. And now yeah. I know that I'm right. And so I'm going to kill him. Um, on the baby Hitler note, um, yeah. <laughs> okay, first of all, it is not literally that... baby Hitler. It's like young artist Hitler is the is the thing yeah. he says, but um right before that first uh Dean says something about how Sam has more of a conscience than I do. The guy feels guilty serving yeah. the internet for porn. Chuck another <laughs> yeah. one down for Ace Sam. <laughs> um <laughs> But then Gordon says one day he's gonna be a monster and Dean's like, How? And Gordon says, I don't know, but he will. And then he makes the young Hitler argument. Which... Uh, the most, like, ahistorical thing in the world of, like, yeah, you know, Hitler was just a regular guy and then became a monster. Like, that's, no, it's not, like, dude, come on. You should know better than this. I mean, clearly Gordon's sense of nuance is not exactly yeah. developed. Also, like, just in general, um, I'm... You know, on principle, against using like Hitler as a kind of default example. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. It's very much like it's like it's just lazy. You know. It's mm -hmm. yeah. It's it's, it's a lazy argument. It's not. I'm not even like People necessarily like, Who's saying the it's worst person you know, I can bad think of. Yeah. It's bad writing or anything. I'm just saying like it. It's pff, don't pull that out. It doesn't. You don't need to pull that card. Mm -mm. <sighs> um, when Dean tells Gordon that Sam's not gonna fall for a tripwire. I laughed out loud when Gordon pulled out a second grenade and goes, that's why I'll have another one. Like, <laughs> uh -huh. like sure, it's practical, but it's so funny. What's better than one trap? Two traps. <laughs> Two identical traps. They never Two expected the second exactly trap. The <laughs> You've had one trap, yes. But what about second trap? <laughs> I would, oh man, if this had gone a different way, I would have loved it if he revealed that there was a third trap. <laughs> it's traps all the way down, baby. <laughs> like, you have, like, literally every inch of this cabin is trapped. He's got, like, a spike pit. Yeah, I was thinking, so, yeah, he dug, a, he dug a spike pit. He has one of those, like, uh, chain balls that swings from the ceiling. There's an anvil rigged up. Yeah. <laughs> Got some acne products. Yeah, Gordon as Wiley e. Coyote. <laughs> That's actually a really funny image. <laughs> um, and Sam being Roadrunner, it's good. On a less funny note, the um, after Gordon has gagged Dean, so he can't even say anything about it. 
Um, Gordon says, your dad, if it really came down to it, he would have had the stones to do the right thing here. But you're telling me you're not the man he is? Which, first of all, Transine keeps winning by losing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Second of all, oh. Real quick, right before that, he says, look, I'm sympathetic. He's your brother. You love the guy. This has got to hurt like hell for you. Again. Coming from a guy who killed his sister. Yeah. 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 Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, Gordon like, as a character is really fascinating Gordon, and he's played really well. It's just yeah. tragic how bad the racial dynamic is. Gordon is capable of sympathy but not empathy, it seems like. It's like, I get it, but I'm good, but it's not going to stop me. I mean, he's been in Dean's shoes in like a very literal sense. Like His sister was a monster yeah, I guess that's true. and he but did like, kill her, so I guess... he doesn't have a reason to... like. Yeah. You know, what would I do he if I wasn't have the Dean's compassion shoes? that he, he Dean literally does, already knows what Sam. he would do? Yeah, I guess, I guess it's less not empathy and more rip to your grandma, but I'm different. <laughs> I would simply kill my <laughs> yeah. sister. Okay, back to the John thing, though. Like, the Gordon thinks that John would have just done it if it came to yeah. it. But also, we know that John told Yellow Eyes that he has known for a while, but he still hasn't done anything about it. Uh-huh. Like, and also, he was literally... Until Sam does snap? Like, what yeah. is the situation here? The man was also, like, willing to condemn his soul to hell to save one of his sons, which kind of, like, and it was Dean, not Sam, so we don't have the, it's not explicit, but, like, Oh, now I can go back to that. Uh, I said a couple episodes ago, like, would John even have sold his soul? And now you know why I said that. Like, maybe Mm. just letting Sam stay dead would have been the merciful choice, Mm. according to John. Mm, Good point. Yeah, we don't know. Which is why that that universe is such a fun one for me to play with in my head, because like so yeah. many things would be different if that stone was flipped. Yeah, <laughs> it's part of my mixed metaphor. Anyway, <laughs> I love this the set. This cabin is so good. It's good, yeah, mm, yeah. And then the traps go off, and it's like this is what I was talking about earlier. Of like, it's unclear what changed, and, and like again, I guess it's just that Sam that she told Sam that's all she had to do to change the future. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's, like, it's not that different from what she saw to the point where they use the same shot from the opening with the shoe. But I guess they don't use the shot of Sam exploding, obviously. <laughs> Which, I, I think can't tell I if, think it in looked, the if it's first really good vision, CGI or if it's like really bad. I like shoe, it. And in the actual event, there is no blood on the shoe. Like, that's changed. Oh, I didn't catch that. That's good, yeah. Because, like, in the first scene, the implication is that he was blown out of his shoes, and this one, he threw it. What Which I'm is funny because I don't think that's how it works. Yeah, what I'm wondering is how did Sam do this without making any noise? I like He's very sneaky. The shoe in there. Yeah, but that would have made a sound. There would have been a thump before the grenade went off because it takes like a second. My well, yeah. what I like my image of him in my head is getting a long stick and poking the tripwires. <laughs> <laughs> that's really cute. <laughs> Like that's the that's the way to do it that doesn't make any sound that makes sense to me. And then he throws the shoe while the explosion is going. Yeah, it is funny that Gordon says you shouldn't take your shoes off around here. You might yeah, you might get tetanus. Great line. And Dean's relief as he hears Sam yelling. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, that whole Dean's whole everything. Like when the first grenade goes off, through when he realizes that Sam's still alive. Yeah. I show stealing. 
Um, and then we get my favorite Gordon exchange so far, where he says, you wouldn't yeah. shoot me, would you, Sammy? Because your brother, he thinks you're some kind of saint. And Sam makes the fatal mistake of responding and says, yeah, well, I wouldn't be... Well, it's not fatal because he still wins, but it should have been fatal. <laughs> Sam says, yeah, well, I wouldn't be so sure. And Gordon says, see, that's what I said. And, like, gives him this look as if, like, you idiot, you should have shot me. Like, you responding to me proves my point. And then turns yeah. around and disarms them. Uh, and he should have won that fight. Sam made the same mistake that Joe made um, back yeah. in the introduction, mm-hmm. where you know the gun is right up against yeah. uh, Gordon. In this I was case. like, you should know better than that, yep. Sam. Yeah. And then Gordon says, "You're no better than the filthy things you hunt," which is yeah. excellent and bad yeah. at the same time. But then Gordon is, you know, urging Sam to do it to prove that he's a killer. Uh-huh. Whew. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. I love Sam's little boots. I just need to say that. Oh, and meanwhile, this it, whole time Gordon has been calling him Sammy, and finally Sam goes yeah. with Sam, which I was waiting for. I was like, don't call him yeah, Sammy. He's not to do after that. Him out, yeah. So good. Yeah. Um, Gordon saying do it felt kind of out of character to me. It It's a little bit villain degradation of like, yeah, my existence is solely to be the foil to these brothers, and I'm not going to tell them to kill me solely to prove a point. That doesn't feel like who Gordon is as a person. I don't know. Valid. Yeah, fair enough. Um. Next up, Sam calls the cops on him, which is extremely bad. Let's discuss. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. The idea of calling the cops on a black man and ensuring he gets put in jail is more merciful than killing him. Uh-huh. It's just, like, the faith in yeah, you shot the him. justice system. If you're going to do um, that, you should have just shot him. Yeah, the faith in the justice system. The, the fact of, like, our awareness of police brutality towards black men, especially black men who are deemed a threat, uh-huh. But even then, like, what does that even mean? But, like, he was shooting a gun, so he was very clearly a threat, I guess. Yeah. Also, like, going back on what I said, they obviously shouldn't have shot him, but compared to what they did, like, not both yeah. would be bad. What they did is, like, potentially worse. Yeah, it's the the colorblindness the show exhibits on that point is similar to the colorblindness in Route 666, where it's just, like, it... Is ju- it just makes you cringe a little bit? Yeah, it's like you don't you don't realize what you're saying here, do you? Yeah, as it, like the the equation of calling the cops as being taken care of, and then you know Dean, you know Sam acknowledges that he was the one who sent in this anonymous tip, and Dean responds to that by calling him a fine, upstanding citizen. Is like, oh, this is really bad, isn't it? Uh huh. It's mm-hmm. so bad. It does not hit at all in the way that they wanted it to. Like it was it's, supposed to be ooh. just like a silly joke, and it does not land. Yep. Um, and then Dean makes a prison rape joke. Yeah, he sure does. This show sure is, sure was made in 2006 or 7 yep. or whenever this episode came out. Yep. This it's... episode is still 2006, I want to say. Okay. It's, yeah, it's not great. Yeah, this would um, not, oh no, it says air date 11 oh, no, January 2007. We are finally in 2007. In 2007. <laughs> Welcome to 2007. Welcome to what a great start to the year. <laughs> Ugh, it's just, it just sucks so much. I hate it. I hate the way this ends. It's bad. Mm-hmm. It's really bad. It's very uncomfortable and I do like the the brotherly conversation after yeah. that. Also, the yeah. one other thing I like um, is uh, Gordon is unconscious for exactly how long people who are actually unconscious are unconscious for, which I did appreciate. <laughs> Finally, realism in my uh-huh. supernatural. Well, and then and then the cops don't immediately start shooting at him. Yeah, which you know <clears throat> is possible, but not very likely. Um. 
Do we have more to say on this scene or are we moving forward? I only have stuff about the, the car scene yeah. at the end. Okay, so I like how uh, when Sam is calling Ava, he says it's Sam again to like immediately let us know this is not his first call. It's good. Um, mm-hmm. And <laughs> Justine goes, dude, you ever take off like that again? Because he ran away. And Sam goes, what, you'll kill me? And Dean goes, that is so not funny. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But like he is laughing, on, like he's funny. not mad. He's just he's like that's so not funny. It's good. Mm-hmm. And again, Dean's just just like scaving off, ditching it. Mm-hmm. Screw the job. I'm sick of the job. Mm-hmm. And Sam goes, "Well, come on, dude. You're a hunter. I mean, it's what you were meant to do." And Dean goes, ah, "I wasn't meant to do anything. I don't believe in that destiny crap." Which okay mm. makes me crazy because first of all, obviously he's talking mm-hmm. about how he doesn't believe in Sam's destiny, which Sam calls him on immediately. But also yeah. in the context of like bigger show picture later season things is also very good. If the show gets into like determinism in that way, I'm deeply interested because I love when media digs into that. Excellent news for fans of determinism. <laughs> <laughs> Big day for fans of determinism. Um, also, another layer on top of that, I think, is I don't believe in destiny kind of or no, the line I wasn't meant to do anything kind of implies mm. that Dean didn't intend to make it this far. Oof. So uh, never I, thought about the future. My read was I wasn't meant to do anything. I like I can do whatever I want, I'm Dean Winchester, but that's a fair yeah, read of that line I also. I heard it also, but I do see how it could go either I have way. The sad beans. So. <laughs> Um, on a more positive note, Dean, this is the the first exchange of bitch jerk, which is you yeah. know, classic. This is the and first one? This is the, I'm pretty sure we would have <sighs> talked about it because I would have noticed. Um, this is like appears on you know best friend bracelets in hot topics worldwide. I think it's America only. Okay, Na- nationwide then. I take it back. I think that's true. I've only ever been into a hot. I've only ever been into Hot Topic in America, uh, but I may be wrong. I also just don't go shopping very often. Uh, we also just might not have any in Richmond. They use it in the pilot. They use it in the pilot and then don't use it again until. Oh, uh, they use it in the pilot oh. also. Okay, that makes sense because I did say that the pilot, the pilot has pilot, lots like of. We yeah. said, yeah, yeah. Uh, I do want to say, also, Dean says, screw the job, screw it, man, I'm sick of the job anyway, we don't get paid, we don't get thanked, the only thing we get is bad luck, which, yeah, man, it's true, I'm sorry you don't mm. get paid, <laughs> someone should pay you. Dean's, like, trying so hard to quit, and then he doesn't, yeah. and he doesn't, and he doesn't, and he doesn't, and he doesn't, and then he dies. Also, the, the Amsterdam coffee shop joke is really cute. <laughs> Yeah. I don't understand it's, it. It's a cafe in Amsterdam is not what the American idea of a cafe is. I believe a cafe is more like a bakery. Oh, I want an Amsterdam cafe. To, sorry if you live in <laughs> Amsterdam and I'm wrong. I... If you live in Amsterdam and why it is wrong, write him angry letters. <laughs> Do it. Uh, Dean is immediately gross because he uh, says, like, oh, you're calling Ava again, what, you have a crush on her? And Sam says she's mm. engaged and he goes, so bad. Don't like that. Uh, <laughs> Sam's also, I love face. how oh, Dean says nookie. <laughs> He's such a dork. It's so... How is he getting laid like this? Oh, 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 oh. Okay, so bars serve coffee in Amsterdam, but that's a different thing. A coffee shop in Amsterdam sells weed. <laughs> they call them, it's, it's to hide lots of coffee shop. Lots of places call themselves coffee shop or called themselves coffee shops in Amsterdam in order to hide behind the idea of selling coffee. And they would sell like bad coffee, but the actual thing they sold to people was weed. They were fronts. 
Another check for Stoner Dean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How does this keep slipping past the censors? Um, <laughs> when Sam finds Ava's ring, he like holds it up and stares at it and whispers Ava, and it's just like really poor acting. I feel like my notes say yeah, it's <laughs> it's um it's it's the antithesis of show don't tell. Like all he had to do was hold up the ring. He doesn't need to say her name. It's also just like he's not making a very convincing face. No. No. Um, the the declination of Jarpad's acting. Uh, I just discovered that there's a deleted scene in this transcript. Uh, Ash fails to get a date, um, and after he like attempts to hit oh, it's on with her, the girl. she that's walks away it. and says, "I think I just decided I'm gay." And he takes her hand and goes, "Well, hey, I mean that's even better." <laughs> Hello. What? what? I don't even know how to respond to this. Like <laughs> lesbian Ash Cannon. Hello? What's happening? What? What? I mean, of course. I'm glad they cut it because they meant it in a gross way, but I mean. But also, (laughs) holy shit. (laughs) Wow. Also, Ash says that Sam is C-blocking. That is a quote from this transcript. Yeah. Also, he's going to take you to Waffle House or Olive Garden. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Are they not allowed Uh, to say cock on TV? Why would why would Ash say C blocking and not well, cock blocking? Probably not. Maybe it's an attempt at hunter slang and censorship avoidance. It's cock. Charlie Crowley uses the word later on. Oh, that's true. Well, okay, they did shift the like the network and over time and whatever. Um, I think I said at that's some point true. that the show never switched networks, which is kind of true. I don't remember if I've corrected myself. Um, it started out on WB, but then WD. WB merged with it became the CW, right? To CW. Yeah. yeah. It, like it, yeah. it, they never like transferred ownership to of Supernatural to anyone, but the network itself did make changes. So who knows? Yeah, we like we've we've said a bunch of times we've called this a CW show, which it is, which it is though technically, yeah, this wasn't the CW yet, but it will become mm-hmm. a CW. And technically, always was. It was just the CW before it was the CW. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I just wanted to say, I think it's really funny the way they just sort of, like, sprinkled the sulfur all over the windowsill for the boys to find. Like, there's so much sulfur. It's really funny. It's just like, yeah, I get the prop department and just, like, dump a bunch of dust all over this windowsill. You guys have yellow it's dust, funny. right? I also love how they always stick their fingers in it. Like, it's yellow dust. There's only yeah. one thing that ever yeah, means. Yeah, like, it's, it's, yeah. And he stares at it. Like, you he don't even have to, like, it. you can just smell it. Sulfur, not, yeah. like, n- nothing else smells like it. I mean, except for rotten eggs, mm-hmm. which are very distinctly not sulfur yes. looking. It's really funny. There, it's yeah, supernatural the most show. I th- I think that's everything. All right, uh, actor facts time. I'll do a double whammy because I forgot at the end of last ep- uh, last part, not episode. Um, right. So episode nine, uh, Dwayne's actor Diego Klattenhoff, uh will go on to be the protagonist of the Blacklist. A show I only know about because of that really funny CGI finale it had. But I felt like that was worth mentioning, considering he's the main character of that show. And uh, Pam's actor, uh, Sonia Bennett, uh, is a writer on Letterkenny and Kim's Convenience, which I thought was neat. Like, not a not an actor, but a, a writer, like, in the writer's room. And uh, finally, Jake's actor, uh, Nolan Gerard Funk, plays in Arrow a hacker named Cooper Selden. Which I needed to bring up because I hate it so much. And it did psychic damage to me when I read it. He looks familiar, even though I've never seen Arrow. Well, yeah, because Sheldon Cooper is the reference that it's making. 
Oh, I was talking about the actor's appearance. Oh, that, sorry. That yeah, thank you for explaining that because I didn't understand yeah, it. At okay, all. well there you go. <laughs> that is bad. I do not like that. I don't like that at all. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And this episode, uh, Bill Mondi, who plays the psychologist, his first role in acting was Slager Law in Mobile Suit Gundam, which I know that doesn't matter to you, either of you, but is hilarious to me. Slugger Law is the most, like, horrible, like, Chad, like, womanizer character. I hate him so much, and it's very funny that the psychologist played him to me. That's hilarious. He's also been in, like, a bunch of voice acting stuff. He's in My Gym Partner's a Monkey and Johnny Test. Uh, and God, also... just hit me in the head with that <laughs> reference. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and also played a doctor on Smallville and was a recurring minor cop character in The Dead Zone. Um, and finally, Catherine Isabel, who plays Ava has major roles in the TV shows The Order and Little Dog, and also plays um, uh, Margot something in Hannibal. It's her. <gasps> oh, Margo. I knew I recognized her! Uh, Margot Verger in so Hannibal, much yeah. Sense. Holy shit! Yeah. Hmm. Um, <laughs> I gotta go sit down. <laughs> <laughs> so, shoutouts to her. I'm glad she gets bigger roles, because uh, I'm glad she got bigger roles and continues to get them, because she's really she good. She gets to be an evil lesbian uh, in Hannibal. Yeah. She's a very good actor, and that sounds great. Shoutouts hey, to her. if you like Supernatural, you should watch Hannibal. <laughs> Everyone go watch Hannibal. It's better it's than like Supernatural. It's like a horror show was actually a gay camp story. Mm-hmm. And also a cop proceeds role. <laughs> yeah, that too. Um, so, next week, I was wrong, actually. The episode I was talking about, Houses of the Holy, is episode 13, so we'll do that two weeks from now. Mm. Um, so the next episode is 11 Playthings, uh, very fun ghost story, and then episode 12, Night Shifter, which is a very fun Monster of the Week episode that also gets into some plot that we have to deal with in season three. Did these air out in so, a different order or something? Like, I've seen... Houses of the Holy is quoted, cited as 2.12. Like, does Netflix have According them According to Google, it's 2.13. That's so weird. Okay, maybe we're all just wrong. Berenstain effect. Yeah, I think, I, yeah, I think uh, all of your supernatural think. mutuals are just dumb, Emma. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Wow. <laughs> calling, out, calling out to probably multiple listeners of this podcast. Maybe I just can't read. Love y'all. Keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> Did you just say readers of this podcast? No, I said listeners. I think. <laughs> The brain cell has now I'm doubting myself. <laughs> now you're gaslighting me. Gaslight gatekeep girl. Oh, anyway, thank you very much for listening. Please rate and review us on the podcast platform of your choice. And uh, until next time, we're, uh, I guess, going over to Ash's house to make sure it's okay and finding Alex dead in bed is how, what? <laughs> is how this podcast is ending. It's how the episode ends. That's our bit now. <laughs> Why is it me? I don't know. We are currently uh, staring at jewelry and saying people's names in extremely stupid ways. (laughs) That can happen. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. (laughs) Until next week. Happy November 5th, everyone. Oh, yeah. Happy November 5th. Oh, God. Happy November 5th. Can we get a sound bit of of Cass's cast? Yeah, sure. Sure. I'll put that in. I'll put that in. I love you. I'll do this case.
of Godcast is The Last Ones by Jazar on freemusicarchive.org. Licensed under an attribution share alike 3.0 international license. Find the link in the episode description.